Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Michael Learned, and you're listening to TV Confidential. What is this about? Is Tara still in danger? You believe me? Why wouldn't <laughs> Besides, you don't have any of your dark secrets. Are you afraid? You see, I'm awfully stressed out. Ed Robertson, welcoming you back to TV Confidential, radio talk show about television that is pleased to welcome Ms. Judy Norton. Pretty much everyone listening tonight knows Judy Norton as Mary Ellen Walton, the eldest daughter on The Waltons, reruns of which air twice a day, Monday through Friday, on the INSP Digital Cable Channel. What you may not know is that over the years since The Waltons, Judy Norton's accomplishments have encompassed the worlds of music, theater, cabaret, stage, and TV production, and independent filmmaking. Among Judy's Recent credits, she wrote, produced, and stars in an independent film called Inclusion Criteria about a painter who suddenly finds herself haunted by a tragedy that devastated her family several years before. By the time this program airs, Inclusion Criteria will be available for streaming on demand through Amazon Prime. We'll talk more about inclusion criteria in just a second. First, Judy Norton, welcome to TV Confidential. Thank you. Without giving too much away, <laughs> please tell our listeners a little bit about inclusion criteria and particularly how you came to write it. Was this a story that was bubbling in your head for years and years and, and you had to get it out? Was it something that you learned about or read about? How did you come about with this story? A little of all that, I can't, without getting too specific, because if I get too specific, it will give away um, (laughs) the story. But yeah, I had, it was um, some circumstances that I had, like, read about and I found disturbing. And, you know, so it's just sort of mold in my head that those sort of things that you hear and you go, wait a minute, is this... Could this be real? Is this really happening? You know, because you can you can go down roads, you can read certain things, and it can sound like conspiracy <laughs> theory. Sorry, dog barking. <laughs> it's okay. um, yeah, <laughs> and you can kind of wonder whether it is just oh, it's a conspiracy theory sort of thing, or whether we sometimes you know stick our head in the sand and go, well, I'm going to pretend that those sort of circumstances can't exist because they're just too disturbing to think it could be real. Um, and so it was along that that line, in this case, my character, Tara, experiences a number of circumstances that make her wonder whether she is literally going crazy 
there's, you know, a family history that she's concerned about that is repeating itself. So is that actually happening or is someone creating this to for some more sinister reason? And so she, the, the film takes us down that road of discovering which of those two equally concerning circumstances yeah. are actually occurring. Yeah, the, the most disturbing element of the film for me when I finished watching it, Judy, is that, mm -hmm. and again, I'm, I'm going to say this carefully because I, I, I don't want to give this away, but it, <laughs> let's, let's put it this way. It will make you think twice about getting involved. Mm. Is that a fair thing to say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, our hope is that, you know, as with, as with any kind of suspense or it's kind of a mind game film, you know, those, those films that kind of you go, what is going on? And you keep, you know, there's, a, there's an element of a whodunit to it. You know, I love watching mystery stories mm -hmm. and, or, you know, and you're kind of constantly going, well, who is it and what is it? And you think you, and the fun is for me is, you know, my husband and I will watch shows and we'll keep stopping him and going, well, I don't know. I have, there's this new clue here and I think it's this person or I think this is what happened. And, you know, we're hoping that this film will make people want to perhaps watch it more than once to go back and go, wait a minute, there was probably some clues along the way and I, I want to watch it and see whether I saw it, whether I would have seen that coming if, you know, if I knew what I know later in the film. Well, the, the best kind of stories, whether it's a whodunit or just a straight drama, Judy, uh, the, the best kind of stories, it seems to me, are those where, you know, you bring the audience in the middle of this circumstance and this, and this set of characters and you get the audience to keep asking, okay, what brought this character into this situation? Why are they in the situation? What are they going to do to extricate themselves from this situation if it's danger or just a complication that is beyond their control? So, and I mean, those are the best kind of stories, and that's exactly what you do with inclusion criteria. Oh, thank you so much. It was fun to craft. You know, writing can be a very lonely business, but, <laughs> you know, when it kind of comes together, it's, it's, it's exciting, and it, and it does kind of take on a life of its own, and, you know, that's kind of what I enjoy so much about the process as people talk about, well, let's start, things start writing themselves, or the characters that you're creating start dictating for you what their journey is, you know, and, and that's, that makes makes it so much easier. Judy Norton is on the line with us. Judy is the writer, producer, star, and crafter of Inclusion Criteria, a psychological thriller about a woman who finds herself questioning her sanity due to a series of bizarre events. The cast of Inclusion Criteria includes Laurie Hendler of Give Me a Break and Jewel Colwell, Judy's co-star on the Canadian television series Bluff Inclusion Criteria is available for streaming on demand through Amazon Prime. To keep up with Judy Norton, go to judynorton.com. You can also follow Judy on Twitter at the Judy Norton. Now, you wrote the screenplay for Inclusion Criteria. Did you have yourself in mind when you wrote the character, or were you just focusing on telling the best story you could and worried about casting later? Um, initially, I was—I just had the story in mind, and I had not originally planned to write it for myself. But um, my director, Josh Hodgins, we had talked about 
briefly the concept about a year earlier, and he liked the concept, and he said, you know, if you ever decide that you're actually going to write that to do it, I would be interested in being involved. And I had worked with Josh on a couple of other films, um, Broken and, and Sparrow's Nesting, and we just really hit it off. And so when I actually went, you know what, I think I am going to write this, he was kind of like, well, if you write it, you can star in it, and I'll direct it. And that was the first time I had thought about writing the character of Tara for myself, and it made it an interesting sort of twist for me. You know, then it was a different challenge, because knowing I was writing for myself, mm -hmm. it was kind of like, uh, all right, well, I don't want to go down the road of there's a certain consistency to a lot of the roles that I've been fortunate enough to do, you know, starting with Mary Ellen Walton, who right. was very strong and independent, and, and then I've played a lot of lawyers and doctors who were very strong characters, judges, things like that, and so, I, you know, this is a character who isn't so together. Yeah. <laughs> she, you know, she's a lot more vulnerable. And so then I kind of just had to write the story. And then when I came to a point of having to prepare for it as an actor, it was like, oh, shoot, what have I written for myself here? And now I hope, I, I certainly hope that I can pull this off because, it, you know, it's a different sort of a challenge from things I've done before. And so even though I was writing for myself, I didn't censor myself as a writer. I wrote what I felt needed to happen for the character and then had to deal with the acting challenges of bringing that to life in a believable manner. So if that answers your question. Well, it does, because you're straddling a high wire in a lot of respects. Because, yes, it is. I mean, and I, and I, and I have talked to other writers for the screen and writers for television. They have told me sometimes it helps to have a particular performer in mind as you write the character, but not limiting yourself to how that actor would play. You, that actor is just a prototype. The important thing is to craft the character you want to craft so that it serves the story that you're trying to create. That's, even though you had Judy, the actor, in mind, as you wrote this, Judy, the writer, never lost sight of telling the best story she could tell. Thank you. Yeah. There were a few characters that I did have casting in mind for when I wrote them, but only, you know, only one or two that I kind of went, oh, I totally see this really talented actor that I know playing this role, like uh, my next door neighbor, that Ruth character. Mm -hmm. I, I, Marlene is a, is a good friend of mine, and I had seen her do some characters in other material and I went oh I totally would love her to do this and you know fortunately she was available and able to do it so but the rest of it was kind of like okay I'm going to write them and then we have to worry about casting <laughs> yes yes and, and and Marlene she was one of those characters that kept me guessing to the end ah uh, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> and working with Laurie Hendler was a dream I mean Laurie's so talented and it's very out of how people would typically have her and I don't think a lot of people would have looked at the character that she plays and think immediately oh I think Laurie Handler would be wonderful for this role I mean it's very different from her work in Give Me a Break and you know the, the comedy work that she normally does but I had seen her again I'd seen her do some different genres of work and went oh she's like so good and I would love to you know bring her in and we had such a good time working together <laughs> Lori Hendler is one of the co-stars, along with uh, Judy Norton, in Inclusion Criteria, a psychological thriller whodunit that will make you think twice about cooperating with local authorities. 
Inclusion criteria is available for streaming on demand through Amazon Prime. Uh, for more information on Judy Norton, go to Judy's website, judynorton.com. You can also follow Judy on Twitter at Judy, uh, I'm sorry, at the Judy Norton. The one, I mean, the Judy Norton, just not, not a Judy Norton, just the. <laughs> The Ju- 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 Norton. Judy Norton was taken, so I had to come up with some variation. And a, another actor friend had used the their name was, so I went, okay, I'll go that way. Yeah. Well, on, on my program, I'm only interested in talking to the Judy Norton. So okay, you. well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you mentioned you director Josh Hodgkins. Now, was, mm-hmm. was was there any thought to directing this film yourself, or, or were you focused mostly on, on the screenplay? You know, I didn't want to. I have occasionally directed things that I've also acted in, mm-hmm. but, you know, I don't like to do that too often because I feel like sometimes it's, with certain types of roles, there's too much split focus, and I really um, wanted, this was such a demanding acting role mm-hmm. that I really wanted outside eyes on it. And input to, you know, because I, I feel like being able to collaborate anytime, you know, like that it just makes, it, it makes everybody's work better, you know. So to get outside eyes on it from a script standpoint, from an acting standpoint, you know, was just really, I think, made it overall a better project. And, and Josh and I just had a shorthand going that just worked great. And he, I feel there were some times in, you know, in certain scenes where I think, it, you know, I do a take of it, you know, we'd shoot one, and I'd think, oh, that, I, it, that felt really good, you know, and then he'd come in and he'd give me some just little tweak that I'd go, oh, wow, yeah, I missed that, and, yeah. you know, and we'd do it again, and it would be like, yes, thank you, you know, so I really appreciated, you know, I think he took the performance up another, you know, notch or two in times, and as the actor in me definitely appreciated that, you know, and I think his concept on the story, although at times was a little different than mine mm-hmm. had originally been, I thought was fascinating, and, you know, he just, he and Chris Bond, the cinematographer, had just really done their research in terms of how they wanted to visually tell the story, and, you know, I just... It was such a pleasure. It was like sometimes you get to work on something that is just truly a labor of love, and I was very humbled and grateful that everybody connected with the film felt that way about it, which you know you kind of have to with small indie films. Very much so. Plus, you mentioned the word collaboration. There's a point, okay, yes, you wrote the film, so it begins and ends with you, but when, when you turn it over and actors are hired to play the parts on the page and a director directs the film as the writer you have to expect the possibility that someone may see things a little differently than you had when when you originally wrote it on the page and be open to the idea that hey maybe they brought out something that i hadn't envisioned when i originally wrote this absolutely yeah and i mean if there was something that i felt every once in a while there'd be some little thing that i based on what because i was on set you know like all the time Mm because i had so much to do in the film and every once in a while, like Josh, would, he'd have a particular thought or he'd be going down a direction. And I would just, it was like, oh, I don't think he understood what I was intending there as a writer. You know, my fault, I didn't make it clear enough yeah. or whatever. So I'd, I might go over and go, you know, I just want you to know what I was thinking when I wrote this. And then it's up to you whether you want to incorporate that thought or if what you're thinking here you think still works relative to that. And 
you know, I, I had so much trust in him that, you know, those were things not to, I never wanted to tell him how to do his job yeah. because he does his job so well that, you know, it was just more, here's another piece of information. If it helps you, great. And if you don't need it, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to micromanage somebody else's work. We're talking to Judy Norton. Judy is the writer, producer, and star of Inclusion Criteria, a whodunit psychological thriller that will keep you guessing up until the very end. Inclusion Criteria is available for streaming on demand through Amazon Prime. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. One thing we like to talk about on our show, Judy, is that every now and then an actor needs to step in and take direction of their career. And then sometimes taking direction of your career means, you know, creating your own sandbox, you know, such Mm -hmm. as branching out into writing or directing or returning to the stage in order to create opportunities for yourself. You took that a step further uh, you not only you created your own sandbox, you created your own sandbox in another country. <laughs> yeah. You spent 10 years of your life working both in theater and in television in Canada. Was that a conscious decision on your part, or did it evolve naturally? It was an opportunity that presented itself that I felt was um, one that I wanted to explore. I had an opportunity to work with a theater company up in Canada uh, that created original content. And I was married at the time to my former husband was from Canada and he was working with a theater company and as a director and he, I was at, I was in LA at the time he had, you know, he was up in Canada working and, and he called me and he said, you know, this theater, um, their artistic team, their writer, director, um, music director are all leaving to start their own company, and the producer needs, once the show that my former husband was directing was up and running, they needed their next show, and they didn't have it. And he's like, you know, it's supposed to be, it's being billed as a, like a country western. It was a musical theater, you know, and he said they need that show, and would you be interested in proposing a story for it and, and writing something? And I went, yeah, sure. So, you know, that was... I sat down, I, you know, drafted a a concept and wrote, you know, the first however many pages and sent it to him, and he pitched it to the producer, and the producer went, okay. So I got the call, you know, and it was like, okay, you better finish that script. Um, And then we put together a proposal for that company to come in as their writing and directing team. And uh, so I spent eight years with that company, you know, basically working as a writer and director, and um, that's where the writing really started, and it was... It was a great way to, because um, I hadn't ever really necessarily thought about going into writing, mm-hmm. but doing it within the theater in that sense was a perfect kind of a training ground because everything I wrote, I got to see in front of an audience mm-hmm. and get that audience response and sit there and go, what are they responding to? Yeah. What are they like? What are they not like? Did that joke work? Did that storyline, you know, they would write comments about stories, and, and so for 40 shows, I got to really have that immediate feedback, and although it was a very genre-specific, it was, it was an interactive musical comedy dinner theater, so it was a formulaic sort of work that I did there, but mm-hmm. the rules were the same, you know, what I learned from it was the same, and from there, then after eight years of doing that, and, you know, 40-plus shows produced, I was able to expand out and start working in writing for the Ben Bluff up in Canada, 
and, um, you know, then some independent film and stuff. So great training ground. We'll continue our conversation with Judy after this quick time out here on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.